Hello, my name is Tom Allen, and I'm the Minister of Education and Administration at First Baptist Church in Southern Pines, North Carolina. Welcome to this final podcast in this series from our 2020 fall book read, Anxious for Nothing, Finding Calm in a Chaotic World by Max Licato, a popular writer and pastor who lives in San Antonio, Texas. Let me remind you that Lucado uses an acronym, C-A-L-M, CALM, as the basis for this study. The letter C reminds us to celebrate God's goodness. The second letter, the letter A, reminds us to ask God for help. The third letter of that acronym, the letter L, calls on us to leave our concerns with God. So over the past few weeks, we've looked at celebrate, ask, leave. And today, we look at the fourth letter, M, meditate on good things. Before we begin today, I'd like to share a brief prayer with you by St. Teresa of Avila. She was a Christian mystic who lived during the 16th century, yet her prayer is as meaningful today as it was 500 years ago. Will you pray with me? St. Teresa wrote, Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing distress you. For all things fade away. God is unchanging. Be patient, for with God in your heart, nothing is lacking. God is enough. Let's hear that prayer again. Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing distress you. For all things fade away. God is unchanging. Be patient, for with God in your heart, nothing is lacking. God is enough. Amen. Follow along now with me as I read our focal text, Philippians 4, verses 4 through 8, paying particular attention today to verse 8, recalling as you hear this text again that The writer, the Apostle Paul, is in prison for his faith. Paul writes, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Think about these things. Or as Lakato puts it, think about what you think about. Lakato points out again that there are so many things in life that we cannot control, but the greatest activity of life over which we do have control is what we choose to think about, the way we choose to perceive things. Have you ever found yourself worrying about a situation and before you know it, that worry begins to snowball The what-ifs begin to enter your mind, the worst-case scenarios, and before you know it, 
You're overwhelmed with worry and doubt and confusion. What Lakato calls a mental mud pit of anxiety. Healing from anxiety requires healthy thinking, and healthy thinking doesn't happen overnight, but Paul's words to us in verse 8 of our text, as Lakato says, reminds us that anxiety is best faced with clear-headed, logical thinking. And that happens when we set our minds, when we fix our minds, when we make a conscious decision, when we choose to be intentional about what thoughts we will allow ourselves to embrace. Anxiety is often provoked by our thoughts, so it isn't difficult to see how meditating on thinking about good things is another anecdote to anxiety, along with celebration, prayer, and gratitude. Now, along with our everyday worries, I will add that I think technology, for all the good it offers us, can contribute to our anxiety. Think about how you use your cell phone or your laptop or your tablet. How has technology influenced your thought patterns? How have you seen technology fill your mind without anxious thoughts? How much time each day do you spend scrolling or searching the web? Does watching the news make you anxious, especially in these days of pandemic coupled with political tensions and negative TV ads? And for that matter, think about what you view on television, not just the news, but other programming. Does what you watch sometimes contribute to negative thinking? to depressive thoughts, to anxious feelings. Think about what you allow into your mind, into that space that's between our ears. Now, a fast from all of those things might be too much to ask, but think about reducing the amount of time you spend with all forms of technology. Think about ways to fill that time then with some of those virtues Paul wrote about. Maybe you could listen to some calming, soothing, inspiring, uplifted music. Maybe you could take a walk or take a rest outside. Maybe you could read something humorous or uplifting as a diversion. Or maybe you can just simply disconnect from all of your devices as well as from some of your vices And find a few moments just to sit alone, taking a few deep breaths, paying attention to your breathing, finding time to be quiet, to rest, finding time just to simply be. How do we become more intentional in thinking about the biblical ideals that Paul mentions? Those things which are true and honorable, right, and pure, lovely, and admirable, things that are excellent and worthy of praise. How do we set our mind on these things? Lucado points out his own struggle with keeping these eight virtues, especially when he sees them as sort of a list of legal requirements. But he says that we set our minds on these things when we cling to Christ. 
by abiding in Christ. He recalls the familiar passage from the 15th chapter of John's gospel where Jesus reminds us that he is the vine and we are the branches. Jesus calls on us to stay rooted in him, to cling to him, to imagine ourselves walking hand in hand with him. I've had people tell me that when they find time alone to pray, they often picture Jesus sitting next to them or walking beside them. They imagine Jesus as the friend who is always present, never leaving them and always listening. I think that's a lovely image of who Jesus is and a lovely image of how we might abide in Christ. Lucado also reminds us of Jesus' words in the Sermon on the Mount in the sixth chapter of Matthew's Gospel. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Then Jesus tells his listeners to look and consider. In other words, he says, meditate on this truth. Jesus says this truth is, if I look after the birds of the air and I dress the fields with the beauty of nature, don't you know I will care for you, my beloved child, that I knew even before you were ever born? Perhaps after this podcast, you can take a few moments to meditate on this beautiful image. Turn off the TV and your mobile devices and Take 10 or 15 minutes to meditate on Jesus' love for you. Imagine Jesus gazing upon you with such a great love. One of the best ways, then, that we can think on things that are true and noble, right and pure, lovely and admirable and excellent is by attaching ourselves to the one who embodies these virtues. By holding on to the vine, by clinging to Jesus. So here are a couple of questions to reflect on now or perhaps later. Who or what do you find yourself abiding in more than Christ? Who or what do you find yourself abiding in more than Christ? And how can you attach yourself to Christ more than the people and things of this world? How can you attach yourself to Christ more than the people and things of this world? I really like the two words Lakato came up with in the final chapter of the book using the image of two trees, the anxiety tree and the tranquilla tree. Great words to help us visualize and choose our thoughts according to these two trees. He says, instead of hanging from the branches of the anxiety tree, we need to take refuge and find shade and rest under the branches of the tranquility tree. And then as we rest, we remember Lucado's acronym, CALM. Celebrate God's goodness. Ask God for help. Leave your concerns with God and meditate on good things. These podcasts have been released as we've moved into the fall of the year. Here in the sandhills of North Carolina, where I live, the leaves are just beginning to change, but most trees still have their leaves. So why not go outside on one of these beautiful fall days and find a tree to sit under, to rest under? Call it your tranquility tree. 
and remember the words of the Apostle Paul and practice Lakato's acronym. Also remember that memorization of Scripture is another way to meditate on good things. And I encourage you to commit Philippians 4, 4 through 8 to memory so you can recite it at any time you feel anxious or overwhelmed. As we conclude today, I have three questions for you to reflect on. You may want to listen to each one and pause the podcast to reflect, maybe even jot down your response in some kind of journal or maybe come back to these questions later. The first question is, is there a worry that was present at the beginning of this series that still burdens you? Or has God replaced that worry with his peace? Be truthful with yourself and Remember, it's all right if the anxieties still weigh you down. Don't meet yourself up if that's the case. God is still at work within you, working to accomplish his, his good purposes in your life. Second question, what is the most meaningful lesson that God taught you by studying Philippians 4, 4 through 8? And question number three, What are some specific tools you acquired during this study that you hope to continue to use in order to live a more peaceful and less anxious life? As we close out this fall book study, let me say thank you for listening to these podcasts. I hope you found them helpful. I've enjoyed bringing them to you. My prayer is that all of us will, by God's grace, be able to put into practice these calm principles rooted in Paul's words and have less fret and more faith. Also, beginning Wednesday, October 28th, I'll begin a new Ford Week podcast that will take us through the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. It's called Praying in the Pines, and I'll be sharing some prayer practices that you can incorporate into your walk with God. Again, those podcasts will last anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes. I hope you'll listen in. And now hear this lovely lovely prayer, this familiar blessing from the book of Numbers. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. God's blessing and peace be with you.